Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio. That's right, BSH Radio. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening, afternoon, whatever it is. I still never know. Uh, we got some news for you, so let's get to it. Let's get right to the show. There are things actually going on in the hockey world. Let's start off by wishing a very happy Canada Day to Canada's own Kelly Hinkle. I was going to mention happy Canada Day to our Canadian listeners, because I know there are some, at least a few. So, happy uh, fireworks day with no fireworks, pals. There are specific days for not... fireworks now? I thought it was just nonstop all the time. No, they... Wait, they don't do fireworks no, for they, Canada Day? No, they do, but just like here, they're all canceled because of coronavirus. I don't think anyone's doing oh. July 4th fireworks either. Yeah, I, probably not. I hear nonstop fireworks in the city every single night, so Every I day assume... is Canada Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing going on in Canada. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, Bill. Okay. And, well, there's no Charlie, so it's not last, but not... I don't know. <laughs> Steph Licious D, <laughs> Steph Driver. So, for Canada Day, they selected hubs in Canada. Wait, they certainly the United States is such a fucking mess. Did they announce them? I missed it. Like, officially? Kind of. Yeah, Uncle Bob says unofficially it's Toronto and Edmonton. Oh, well, if Uncle Bob said it, then it's official. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pretty cool. much. Like, we're just waiting on a second, but yeah. Well, that's, there was no, uh, Vancouver kind of came out of the running yesterday. Um, and the players haven't, uh, like, officially approved a return to the ice or anything. Like, you know, they haven't decided even if they're going to vote or not. And the hub cities were going to be a big part of it. Well, here it is. It's uh, it's Toronto and Edmonton. Seems like decent enough choices. I was, I kind of thought it would be cool if they had two uh, two Western cities, like if they did Edmonton and Vancouver or something. But you know, they wanted one in an Eastern time zone. The whole world revolves around Toronto, so they got their wish, I guess. Yeah, Toronto just feels like too big of a city for this to be a good idea, but. It's better than any American city. Literally any American any, city. Any American city. Canada's doing it better than we are. So, well, yeah. I, I, I like, I hope that the players who, if there were any, I don't know if there actually were players that left Canada to come to their training camps down here. Like, I hope the ones that didn't are happy with their decision to just stay in Canada. Yeah. Smart choice. Never leave. Like, I think. I think Claude is still in Canada. Who else? Um, is Claude allowed out on Canada Day anymore? I feel like he's... <laughs> probably not. This is, <laughs> he's <laughs> on house arrest. 
on yeah, Canada his wife's Day. like, listen, you gotta, you gotta, you're staying home with the kid. I'm home. going out for Canada Day. <laughs> God, that story is still so good. It's so funny every goddamn time. Ugh. Every time. Claude. Oh, oh that, was, that was the other thing that I always remember. It's Canada Day. Because today is, and I realize this is BSH Radio and not yelling about sports, but it's one of the best days in all of sports because it's Bobby Bonilla Day. So I've been uh, seeing people mention this, and I don't know what it is, so I'm very excited for you to tell me. Bobby Bonilla is a player who retired in, like, 2000, and the Mets didn't have the m- money to, like, pay him. So he took a deferred payment. That's what it was. They, like, released him or something. He took a deferred payment. He gets one point nine three. A uh, million dollars every July 1st through 2035. That is amazing. And it's just like the ultimate LOL Mets story. <laughs> That's longer than Briz. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, the uh, the uh, the Briz, the Travis Hughes Briz article will have come and gone <laughs> well before the Mets are done paying Bobby Bonilla. God, I can't wait for that to just auto-publish and we're all just like, what? the fuck it's gonna be if great we're all still here or who knows that's what i was who thinking knows? like it would be hilarious if it's just like a whole different group of people running broadstreethockey.com and then all of a sudden this random posts just publishes yeah like they're gonna have no idea who briz galoff is <laughs> who is travis oh, hughes i've never heard of him they're like we've been hacked <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's gonna be so good so uh, yeah, so the uh, the hub cities uh, being in in Toronto and Edmonton. Do you think this is any sort of? We talked about we don't want uh, we don't want teams necessarily playing home games. Do you think this is going to affect like this is an advantage for Toronto? This is an advantage for the Oilers. I mean, I still think it is an advantage. I just care less about it now because it's not one of the teams that I hate with my whole life. <laughs> So it just, I mean, if Pittsburgh had gotten home ice, I would have been very, very upset. But the Leafs playing at home is like, eh. I don't even know if we're going to yeah. have to play the Leafs, so. I, I, I'm kind of there with you. Like, as long as it's not Pittsburgh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But, like, there aren't going to be any fans. So what, what home ice advantage do you really have other than, like, you play there? I still maintain but- that, like, you know your home ice best. You know how the boards act. You know where the bounces come. You know what the ice is going to be like. You're in your regular locker Maybe. room. I just... But we're, we're going to be playing in July and August. No one knows what ice is like then. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, no one knows what the ice is going to be like in the middle of the fucking summer. If I'm so- on the Leafs, I am begging. I am like, please put us in the Edmonton hub. Like, get us away from the Toronto media. Uh, Yeah, that would be kind of fun, actually, if they just flipped Western and Eastern Conference. If they just had all, like, mix-matched, like... Yeah, after making a time zone thing real, they just decided, nah, gonna flip it anyway. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Um, (laughs) So I guess we need to talk about the lottery, because Steph's... You both brought up Pittsburgh, and... Motherfucker, they're going to win this thing. No. No, they're not. They are going to lose to Montreal in the first round, and they are getting the number one pick. You honestly believe that a fully healthy Pittsburgh Penguins are going to lose to a team that honestly should not even be playing right now. 
Uh, they got a fully healthy Shea Weber. Who knows? Oh, God. So here's, so the actual, what the actual story is going to be is, is probably going to be Montreal who ends up winning the draft lottery because they've been down on their luck for a little while and they're going to lose to Pittsburgh. And here's this good French Canadian boy. He's going to stay home. He's going to be the next feel-good Mitch Marner type story. Oh, that poor kid better. never even gets a second contract there. He's begging his way out. <laughs> I don't hate that storyline, to be honest with you. I mean, I just don't want it to be any teams that I actually care about, and I don't care about the Montreal Canadiens. Um, but I got to say, the whole lottery process was the funniest thing. No, Like, it's amazing. I was watching it, and as soon as they started... Like, as soon as they started, they said, we've got, I don't know, eight cards or whatever it is because an unnamed team has moved into the top three. And it just started off with a fucking bang. Like, like and that's honestly. Yes. <laughs> hell yes. Let's just, like, lean into the chaos. I love it. I love it. We all said, like, it's absolutely going to be one of the, like, it was never going to be one of the teams that aren't restarting. Like, it Amazing. was always going to be a replacement level, the replacement team. Because that's the most NHL shit that could possibly happen. That you had like a lottery. Reason, you had a lottery and the winner is to be determined. The reason that they did it this way was so that these handful of teams had something to do for the next eight months. Had something to talk about. Had something to do. And now... They don't. Like, this is why the draft lottery was in two parts. To to help out these teams that won't have, literally won't even be playing hockey until maybe January. Like, they've got nothing to do, nothing to look forward to, nothing to talk about. And now they still don't. And it's just, it's just chef's kiss. They it's never perfect. were, really. But I never were what? Gonna have something to talk about. I still maintain well, that if, there's not really anything to talk about there. I mean, there's draft prep. Yeah, but, like, if you get the yeah. number one pick, it's like, okay, well, we know who we're taking, and then that's and, that. And you watch a lot of video, and there's a lot of content about Lafreniere, and, you know, number two is L.A., and that's interesting. That's probably the, the least evil out of all of the... the, the people. Detroit that and Buffalo just got to be sitting there like, Seriously. motherfucker. And Ottawa. And Ottawa. <laughs> Ottawa had two chances. <laughs> no, that's that's outstanding. That Ottawa just nope. Now it's gonna be Pittsburgh. I'm telling you. I no, no. I know because they're not desperate enough to tank, and I think some of these other teams absolutely are. All right, this is what I wanted to ask you. Oh no. If no no no, just if you're a Penguins fan, mm. are you sitting there like you have your fully healthy team? This is going to be maybe your, this could be the end of your window. This could be the closing of the window. Do you want to take, are you looking forward to one more run? Or do you think like, I'll take my chances in the lottery? All right. Well, first of all, don't ever ask me to degrade myself to, <laughs> to be in the mindset of a Pins fan. Uh, I don't, I don't know who they are, what they think. Um, they're animals. They're, they're, I, it's just, ew. So if if I were looking at this from a Flyers perspective, of course I would want them to go all in. Of course yeah. I would. Like they still have all of this talent, and there's absolutely no evidence that 
Sidney Crosby is slowing down. So why why would their window be closing? Well, Other than we want it to. I mean, it, it, because all of their bad decisions down. are catching up to them. They have right, top end but, talent but and very fans, little else. As Penns fans, they don't see it that way because everything has been gifted to them. So they want to go all in all the time. I do. And I, yeah, I don't know. I just think none of it matters because there's absolutely no way that the aging core of that team is going to not want to win more cups before they're done. Like there's oh, just yeah, no, no I'm just that like, team. Strictly from a fan's perspective, are you nah, like, they you know what? They're, they're not doing it this year. They're relying too heavily on Jack Johnson. Just <laughs> fucking lose and maybe get the first pick. I don't think – I don't – I mean, a team that almost moved to Kansas City, I'm not sure how long they're – how long-term their fans think about things. I feel like no, they just want to win exactly. games. So. Yeah. All right. No, that's – I was – in the 2017 Eastern Conference Final against Ottawa, I was semi-rooting for the Penguins. Like, I love Eric Carlson, of course, but I don't want to see Ottawa in the cup. Uh, so I was, like, semi-rooting for the Pens. I am a full-fledged fan of theirs in this first-round series against Montreal. Like, if they oh, wow. lose, they're getting no, the top fired. pick. And you're fired. That's fine. You fire Craig every day, and here he is still. So I haven't. I you know what? I haven't fired Craig in a while. It's time. He's due I've, for I've one. I've let I've let him you know become real comfortable, and I'm just gonna. I saw he produced gonna... some content, so I was like, oh, maybe Steph's not firing him. I guess. Not today. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Who can? Say? No, but I like. I am rooting for the Penguins as hard as humanly possible in that first series against Montreal because. If they don't win, they are getting that pick. We know that. No. You just talked about how Pittsburgh almost moved to Kansas City. The old, It's a great market as long as they have huge superstars. They need I superstars. Just, the league will keep giving them to them. I don't buy into your conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy. You, it's no, fact. It's, tot- it's totally a conspiracy theory because look at the other teams that are involved. Fucking Chicago. The league Hello? do love Chicago. The league do, and they have no cap space, and they've got no prospects. They've got no future. They need the number one pick. Like, they need him. Chicago is going to the Western Conference Final. Ew. How, how do I kick you out Mark of this? Like, how do we just make it a me and Kelly podcast? I, can, I can't Zoom. stand you. I'm right not now. telling you this is what I want to happen. I just... I have strong feelings about this. I'm getting I can't a strong stand psychic... you or your feelings. <laughs> my feelings don't oh my care God. about your facts. Oh God. I don't I don't like That's anyone in my Twitter putting bio. This into the uni- into the universe. It's you can't make it real. I mean, there are just so many teams. There are so many teams and so many are m- much more desperate than the Penguins. Like you're going to see you're going to see tanking. You're going to I don't think so. Uh, how do you get players to tank? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that teams ever really tank. As I think Bill the fucking before, Rangers. The front office tanks, but I feel like once you get into the playoffs, I don't know that anybody's tanking for the number one overall pick. Yeah. Why does Artemi Panarin care about the number one pick? No, he wants to score goals, and he's gonna. Yeah. Henrik okay. Lundqvist might decide that perhaps he does want to win something in his career and try really you put, hard. You put Artemi Panarin on the ice with the fourth line and give him five minutes a night? I, that's not going to happen, Then the coach though. would get fired. Yeah, the, uh, people would be losing their shit everywhere. 
There's no Would the coach get fired if they won the number one overall pick? He'd and then get fined get out it? the ass by the league. Yeah, that would I'm be like saying. such a clear tank. It wouldn't even be. Yeah, I'm. Be, I'm yeah. just saying teams are going to tank. Maybe no, they're not. Players don't so, tank. So I know. I've, I'm the one that's been reminding you of this for the past decade. Players don't, but teams do, and they're going to find a way. They're going to find a way. Wait, real quick, because everything. Why wouldn't about they this... just forfeit? Like, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> those concussion spotters for those teams are going to be real quick to pull players. Just say all of our players are sick. We're not doing it. Like, they could. All right. So real quick, because this everything about this draft hurts my head. They don't know who the mystery team is yet, right? Like the mystery right. team right. remains to be determined by another lottery. Yeah, there's another happen? lottery okay. that will you know determine the first lottery. So after everybody loses, then we take the losers, and there's a lottery amongst those losers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So so unnecessarily complicated. I don't understand why they just couldn't wait. I know. Because they wanted the other teams to have something to do. They needed Literally, that's it. Bob McKenzie to tweet every day. We still don't know what the hub cities are, but hey, draft. Well, they don't pay Bob. The league doesn't pay Bob McKenzie, so it's fine. Nobody does his tweets. People like them. I know, but the league doesn't care. So they wanted the, the the teams to have something to do and something to talk about, and now they don't. And it's funny. <laughs> That's I just like if they wanted those teams to have something to talk about, why are the expanded teams even included in the lot? None of because it makes sense. The it's actual, the dumbest shit so I've ever heard. The actual lottery itself, in totality, isn't any different than it is any other year. Except that it includes playoff teams. That's the problem. And but I know we're not, not calling the playoffs. I know it's we're not the playoffs. We're not calling them the playoffs, but like they are the playoffs. You're just not calling it's them not, the playoffs. It's not. It's a play-in round. Technically. By No, name. that's what it is. It is a play-in round. It's not the regular season and it's a series. I'm calling it the playoffs. That's the playoffs. That's, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I regret to inform the NHL that you can call whatever the fuck you want. It's yeah. the playoffs. You can call it NHL purgatory, which is exactly what it is, but <laughs> guess fucking what? It's the playoffs. It's I know playoffs. you want to sell extra TV time, but it's the playoffs. NHL purgatory. Can we call it that? Yeah. I think it's, we are that, I mean, that's what it is. You're not in heaven or hell. You're in purgatory. Yeah. No, let's do that. Let's call it purgatory. Yeah, it's I'm the purgatory it. round. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I wouldn't call it the playoffs is because there are teams that are playing that can't get eliminated. Well, the like, uh, the Flyers, they the, no, can't the, get eliminated. Well, they're the not top playing four, in the That's a totally round, different though. thing. The round robin thing's different. Yeah, that's different. But these <laughs> that's the teams just that are playing to get in are playing in the playoffs. These are they're playing in a playing round. They're playing playoffs. Like baseball. The other teams are practicing for funsies. <laughs> I don't know why we split it up this way, but it's playoffs. So they can sell this round to TV. That's all it is. I know. I know. Yeah. It's about money. It's always about yeah. money. Um, so, Bill. Yeah. You mentioned that 2017 Eastern Conference Final um, series. Yeah. I want you to know that for Rivalry Week, I'm writing about why we hate the Ottawa Senators. Really? Yes. And I think that that's really, really important for you to know. <laughs> Interesting. 
Because nobody that I've ever met in my life hates the Ottawa Senators except for I don't know why that is. Because they're the most boring, terrible team. Their name is the fucking Senators. They're named (laughs) after a branch of government. I feel like if Bill should write anything. Oh, we're the congressman. If Bill should write anything for the website ever in his life again, it should be, why do we hate the Ottawa Senators? It'll be like 7,000 words. A four-part series. A four-part series. Why we hate the Ottawa Senators. An audio element, a video element. <laughs> do you want to? Because it's up for grabs at this point. I can, uh, I can work on some things. <laughs> Perfect. We'll talk off the air. Okay. I don't want to get held to anything. Yeah, no commitments on the air. Yeah, I never, 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 whatever you say, you're going to do something on the air. People hit you up and you're like, son of a bitch. I got to do that now. I believe you still need a tattoo. What is it? A hammer and sickle tattoo? No one, listen, I am fine with getting the hammer and sickle flyers tattoo. If anybody can tell me what the criteria of that bet is, I do not remember (laughs) if it happened. People are like, no, it did, but they won't tell me what the bet was. I don't remember. It was so f- long ago in the Sons of Pen days. It may have even been when the Sons of Pen podcast was called the Orange Update. Like, I, it was so long it ago. It was like, at, I think it was when we were recording at Wildfire, like the old, old building. The, well, uh, it wasn't a yelling about sports. Like, it was a long yeah. time ago. So I don't, I just don't remember. If you are out there and are like, Bill Welched on that bet, remind me what the fuck it was. <laughs> He'll get the tattoo. Yeah. That's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a Flyers logo with a hammer and sickle instead of the dot, like, is awesome. So it's very on, it. on brand for yeah. about half of this podcast. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually got a DM from a guy the other day who said, I stopped following you and three quarters of the pod, so I assume he means you two as well. He still follows Charlie. Of course. And, and the pod itself, have a great day. I said, cool story, bro. And he said... <laughs> He said, we'll talk about it in Sea Isle. I'll buy the first round of beers. I was like, buddy, if you think that's how I want to spend my free fucking time talking to you about why you don't like me. Right? I was just going to say, I don't like you. Let's have beers. Nobody. We're good. No, thanks. I'm all set. I'm like, this is. No, thank you. This is the kind of bullshit Kelly and Steph probably get all the time. Nobody tells me why they unfollow me. Oh, people fucking hate me. They just unfollow me. People make it very clear that they think I bought my way onto the podcast because I'm the boss. Which is odd when, because you've been on the podcast since before you were the boss. It's true. <laughs> since, so. bef- <laughs> since before you were with Broad Street Hockey, you were with the podcast. It's true. It's true. Uh, that was yeah. a good, like, long con that you played there. I know. Well done. I, like, I'm, I'm so, like... For someone who panics about planning things more than three days ahead of time. <laughs> like, I did a really, really good job here, guys. Proud of you. Well done, Proud Steph. Of you well done. Past, Steph. So what is Rivalry Week exactly, Steph? Because I feel like I misinterpreted it. So we're doing, you know, theme weeks across all of SB Nation. And this week is Rivalry Week. And by... This week, I mean the next two weeks, because there's so much to talk about when it comes to rivals. Whether it's, um, you know, the Leafs in the first round, or the Senators and their ownership, or the Flyers and the media. Like, there's there's a lot of rivalries out there. And then there's their actual rivals, you know, like... The Penguins and the Capitals and the Flyers and the Penguins, but not the Penguins and the Flyers. It's a whole thing. 
So what we're doing at Broad Street Hockey is talking about why we hate every single team in the league because there's a reason to hate every single team in the league. All right, no, so that's what funny. I wanted to ask. I haven't clicked on, like, why we should hate Calgary or Minnesota yet. How dare so you? So that's just part of it. We hate everybody because I'm mm-hmm. down with that. Oh, yeah, we hate everybody. We hate everybody. Everybody that isn't us. Fuck them. No, no, no. We hate us, too. That's going to be an article. Oh, are we oh, doing yeah. There's oh, nobody okay. I hate yes. more than myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, we hate everyone, including ourselves. That's why we're Flyers fans. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Hello. Yeah, so um, the why we hate the teams that we don't really care about, they're just going to be one person writing them. But then we're going to talk about the teams that, like, we actually fucking hate, the other Metro teams. And those are going to be roundtables because, oh, a lot of people have a lot of feelings about the New Jersey Devils or the New York Rangers. I'm always interested in the Rangers ones because, like, I know it was a thing before, but in my lifetime, they were never, like, really up against each other. You know, yeah, I never get I never get real worked up about a Rangers game the way I do. Other I just teams. fucking hate them. That's I fair. fucking hate them. There doesn't need to be a good reason. That's why it's sports. I hate exactly. them that they because they play in that train station. That's a wrestling venue. You know, <laughs> they have circuses there. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I just uh, all right. Who are the everyone knows like I fucking just can't stand Ottawa. Obviously, I hate all the division teams, all the rivals and everything. Um, I don't hate the Penguins as much as everybody else simply because, like, I'm not going to waste my time on that. They're just that good, whatever. Um, who are the teams you irrationally hate then? Like, like my Ottawa hate. It doesn't have to be a rival, just someone you can't fucking stand watching. The Florida Panthers. Yeah. I fucking hate the Panthers. I hate that they exist. I hate that they play their stupid fucking games in front of 4,000 people. I hate that the coach decided he wanted to go there because he likes to bet on the horses and they fucking suck anyway. I hate everything about the Panthers. I want them to not exist. Uh, For me, it's the Devils and all of the California teams. See, the Devils is interesting because you're originally North Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, my brother was a Devils fan. But we all know, like, this this is, you know... Some childhood trauma where my dad would take my brother and my two stepbrothers to Devil's Games and not me. So fuck the Devils. You got lucky. Steph, I got to tell you, you really didn't miss out on too much there. You got lucky that you were indoctrinated into that fan I mean, these were the years that the Devils were good and winning cups. But I actually, so I addressed my childhood trauma with my dad. Because I'm an adult. And he paused for a while and he goes, I never bought those tickets. Those were Tanya, who was his fiance at the time. So they weren't actually my stepbrothers. Um, She got them from work and she only got like a pack of four. Uh So, So like I wasn't actually excluded. It was just, all right, well, she got these tickets so i've got to take her kids and mikey actually plays hockey so we'll take him do i maintain that i should have been thrown into the rotation yes but it's better than my dad going out and buying the tickets of being like well steph is definitely not coming (laughs) 
Steph, as someone who made the trek many times to Continental Airlines, I got to tell you, you weren't missing anything. No, I know a, that. It was. I know that. It was always terrible. I grew up but, around Devils fans, and they would like make oh, us come to games with them on their fans. birthdays. I'm fascinated by you New Jersey people encountering Devils fans, because who the fuck are these people? I always thought it was Rangers fans and Flyers fans. And Front then, like, runners. That's all they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, those. Oh, we never. So where I lived, there were no Flyers fans. It was all Rangers fans, yeah. Devils fans. North Jersey is Rangers fans. South Jersey is Flyers fans. Like maybe an Islanders fan, maybe. Uh, but no, it's all. It was all Rangers. No, I because uh, uh, that's my. You said uh, Kelly that the Panthers shouldn't exist, nor should the Devils, Agreed. because the Flyers and Rangers exist. Yeah, you know why need- would you drop a team in the middle of that? You don't need a I third hate team California. We skimmed over that. I hate all of the California teams. Fuck them all. I, I want to know why, because that's a lot of hate for a lot of I just of teams. hate them. That's it. Okay. I just hate them. There wasn't like, I liked something the that made Ducks. it happen. No, I just hate them. Word. I like the Sharks. I no, like the Sharks. So, so I think that that's probably part of the reason. Like, the Sharks, like, you've been supposed to have won the cup for the past decade, and you never did. So fuck you and fuck your entire state. All right. I liked the Ducks in the <laughs> Jaguar era. I liked them when they had the old jerseys. Yeah. Um, when they switched jerseys, they became bad, and they <laughs> should feel bad. Um, I always liked the Kings, and then, of course, Richards and Carter went there, so they were like the the team that you hated but loved. And you're like, oh, Fuck that up. could be us, but I still love them. I mean, they were Flyers Fuck. West for a while. I rooted hard for them to win those cups. So I did not. Because Fair. fuck them. I bought a. They're Kings, not us. I bought a. I'm Kings, not going to the parade. <laughs> I bought a king's hat uh, that I wore in protest until Paul Holmgren was fired. Nice. Yeah. I respect I don't that. Remember Technically, that. still has never been fired, but promoted as his name is fired. Removed from general managership. <laughs> <laughs> So I know, like, we're going to spend a lot of time during Rivalry Week potentially talking about uh, Flyers killers and got, uh, players that just destroyed the Flyers. So the I entire, wanted to know the, the entire Flyperbole under quarantine show was just about this. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to go the other way. And I want to talk about players who step up for the Flyers in Rivalry games. Like, the Phillies had Utley and Burl against the Mets that just destroyed them. And Brian Westbrook always owned the Giants. So I'm trying to think of guys who, like, really, really uh, step up in these rivalry games. And the first one that comes to mind, Jake Voracek against the Penguins. His goal scoring against the Penguins is unfreaking believable uh, I had the numbers in front of me, and they're gone. But for a guy who you know, doesn't score enough goals, honestly needs to score more goals than he does. He fucking does it against the Penguins. Are we still trying to say that Jake Voracek doesn't score enough goals? I just think he needs to score more goals. Like, if he was a consistent 25 goal scorer instead of 20, he'd be a better player. I'm not saying he's not a very good player. I think he is, but... More goals does equal better, then. A few more goals would be good. (laughs) You know, Kelly, this is really our fault. We made Bill podcast in the a.m. as opposed to the p.m. So he is completely on all of his bullshit today. (laughs) What bullshit? I'm I'm saying he's a good player. He is good. He just, like, 12 goals this year isn't enough. All right, that's fair. 
But anyway, he does score a lot against the Penguins and fuck them. So that's good. He has 23 career goals against the Penguins. I don't think he has... Yeah, he doesn't have more than 10 against anybody else, it looks like. That's actually stunning. That's more than double. Hell yeah. And it's not like we see them a lot more than any other team because the playoffs haven't really been a thing. No, he just, he just beats the hell. He has 15 against the Caps, 13 against the Sens and Rangers, no more than 10 against anyone else, 23 against the Penguins, and I think, like, I think all but one are with the Flyers. I think he had like one while he was with Columbus. That doesn't count. No. So he's just a freaking penguin killer, and for that, I appreciate him. Yep. That is what I appreciate about him. I always wonder if those kinds of things are real or just, like, random coincidences, like, stats-wise. Like, is he actually trying harder against the Penguins, or does he just happen to score goals against the Penguins? In my opinion, everything is random. It's true. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're not even really separate entities, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think, like, the way those games go and the way they focus in on Giroux and maybe just his matchup, and he's he just – I don't think he tries harder. He just maybe feels it a little more against that team. That happens. Like, John yeah, LeClaire okay. had as many goals as games played, basically, against the Montreal Canadiens after they traded him. I was going to say, was I it wonder a coincidence? Why. Nah. That one, not a coincidence. For sure. That's uh, LeClaire scored 30 goals in 34 games against the Habs as a flyer, scored 12 hat-tricks in his career. Four of them were against the Habs. That one you know is, is on purpose. Yeah, so I just wonder, like, is there just something that gets him fired the fuck up for the Penguins? I mean, we get fired the fuck up for Penguins games. Yeah. So maybe they hate them too. Yeah, we know he's a salty guy. It's true. <laughs> he does Listen, get all real he wants shitty. to do is go to a Bruce Springsteen concert. That's all he wants to do. <laughs> oh, are you both blocked? I he might. That I might be day. blocked again because I don't remember seeing that tweet. I got unblocked oh, been, for a second, and then I've been blocked, and I honestly have no idea why. Oh yeah, he tweeted it the other day oh. that he, he can't Jake, wait to go to a Bruce Springsteen buddy. concert. Me neither, bro. <laughs> How do I set up, like, uh, is there a way I could set up a date with Jake Voracek to make him like me? Because I think he would really like me if he got to know me. Like, we're similar, I think. Let's set up an an interview between Bill and Jake Voracek, and they can be best friends by the end of it. We'll just go through every single one of my (laughs) tweets that mentions his name, and he can can point out the one that did it for him. I can't imagine there's anything that he would want to do more than go through your tweets <laughs> honestly what else does he have to do well what else is he doing yeah raising a child <laughs> that's easy all my friends do it and they're drunks that's what his wife's for yeah right how old is this kid married. dads have no place till the kid's like five anyway oh my god the day uh. bill got canceled god you've been canceled since like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, something I wanted to point out about Giroux. He doesn't necessarily step up in any rivalry game because he is just so wildly consistent all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45 boy. Look at him. Look at these numbers. 45 points in 45 games against the Caps. 
51 and 51 against the Pens. 51 and 56 against the Rangers. 56 and 52 against the Isles. 46 and 51 against the Devils. 33 and 33 against Columbus. 45 and 44 against Carolina. 38 and 37 versus Tampa. He's just a man. Yeah, I God. like that. That Tampa number is spicy. He really gets going. Look for it. at our boy. It's almost like he's actually I, good. I can't wait to see Claude Giroux back on the ice. Like I. And like a well rested. He's he's had time with his kid and his wife. Like he's not going to be all hung over on Canada Day. He's going to be oh feeling my God. good. That baby, little Gavin, is so fucking cute, <laughs> and he's crawling around now. I gotta, oh, my God. I'm already worked the fuck up about Claude Giroux not making Team Canada in 2022. So I actually already. have opinions on that, and they're the opposite of what you would Uh-oh. think. Like, I just think that he's too old. I think that there's a lot of younger talent that's going to push him out. Like, I don't think that it's because he's not worthy of a spot. I just think there's younger guys. They owe him. From before. Yeah, but you know that's not how life works, and, and that's definitely not how Team Canada works. Fourth line wing, and you have to have some veteran presence. Like if you if Sidney Crosby is still playing in 2022, you think for one fucking second he's not getting on Team Canada. He absolutely yeah, no, you're is. right. Yeah, you're right. but like, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Crosby will has always been better than Giroux. Like that well, I'm is not arguing truth. that. I'm just saying, like, the age thing is not really a big deal. If Claude Giroux is still playing like Claude Giroux in two years, which he might it's be. just like he was I never I'm not saying he's a top line player on a team Canada team in 2022 but he would make a fine fourth line winger and you fucking owe him for taking Chris Kunitz over him last time yeah he I'm was just never part of the club forward I'm very much looking forward to the broadstreethockey.com content where Kelly constructs 2022 team Canada oh <laughs> hello after the second wave wipes out the season for real we might have to stretch <laughs> it into that I have thoughts about this I might do it this yeah, is not a contract. I just, it's just, like, I, just, I just committed you to it, so it. now you have to. Like, Giroux was never part of the club, and it's not fair, but it's just the way things are, you know? I refuse to accept this kind of inequity in my and life. And I just, like, at his age, I, I don't want him playing extra hockey. Get fucked. He deserves a gold medal. You're Let both him, like, be the coach. Well, I don't think that happens. Like Conway in the Goodwill games. He can be an alternate. Play okay. one game. All right. We are going to I would get real mad about that because why the <laughs> fuck are you going to make him leave his family just to play one game? Absolutely the fuck not. That would get me real worked up. Do we know where these Olympics are yet? Am I spacing on it? They're China, right? Is that Japan or is that I think that's I think it's China. Um Didn't China already have an Olympics? Yeah. But like a but summer a big one. Country. Do they need another on. one? It's messy as fuck this over is, there. This is very easy to check. It's true. We all have all right. computers. I could have checked it, but I'm lazy. While Steph is checking this, we are going to take a break, and then on the other yeah, side... Beijing. 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 All right. Not on the other side. You found it out before the break. Look at that. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk a little bit more rivalry week, and then some, uh, some house cleaning, some news surrounding yours, mine, and our Philadelphia Flyers. Okay, fam, we are back, and it is time for the second half or whatever of the show. Uh, do you guys, is there anyone who really stands out in, in either of your minds uh, that, like, steps up in rivalry games, to put a bow on that? 
I was thinking about it and I couldn't think of anything because my brain is leaky. Oh my God. No, there is someone and I can't. And of course I can't remember who it is because I have brain damage. Um, fuck. It's, I had, uh, I had is, some... it, is it Boone Jenner? Oh yeah. I was, I mean, thinking about players that step up against the flyers. Yeah. Boone Jenner is one that is on my list for sure. Yeah. He's always doing shit against the Flyers and then nothing else ever. And then nothing for the rest of his career, but just the Flyers. And his name is stupid. No, that's... I, I always tweet, like, his fucking name is Boone. Boone. Like, <laughs> his parents really did him in with that name. Like, there ain't no Dr. Boone. <laughs> Your name is Boone Jenner. Your only chance is professional athlete. Otherwise, you're going to work yeah, at, or, like, Home Depot for the rest yeah, of your life. Banjoist. Like, those are your <laughs> options. <laughs> Boom. I mean, he could go by his middle name. I wonder what that is. Bob. Yeah, Mozart. <laughs> Boon Bob. Boon <laughs> Bob Jenner. Boon Mozart Jenner. I want that to be true now. Boon Bob. Boon Bob. Boon Bob. Oh, my God. This show has gone off the rails. This is what happens when we don't have Charlie. This is what happens when there's no Charlie. No one gives a shit. <laughs> the serious one. Uh, the one with so- the followers. I had two under the Flyers killers categories, guys who step up against the Flyers. Uh, the number one I had to go with, obviously, is Daniel Alfredson, uh, simply because in 11 playoff games in 02 and 03, he had seven goals and three assists in those 11 games. The Sens went 7-0 and when he scored a goal in those two series. That's wild. Well, fuck Alfredson. I think, I think we've made it really clear on this particular show, fuck the Sens. Yeah. But, Kelly, I do have more. I Once again, I will concede that perhaps you and Charlie are more right about Marty Brodeur than I am. Uh, absolutely uh, everybody right. thinks Everybody thinks of Marty as a Flyers killer. And honestly, in the regular season, he was. Uh, 12 of his all-time record 125 uh, regular season shutouts were against the Flyers. That's the most he had against anybody. That's almost like 10% of his career shutouts. Yeah, 10%. Shit. Yeah. But his playoff numbers aren't actually great versus the Flyers. Because he fucking sucks. He has a 900 save percentage in five series, a 15-15 and overall record, 24 career playoff shutouts, which is also the most ever, never shut out the Flyers in the playoffs. Ha! His best series... No, I prob- it's probably because I came a little bit later um, to being a Flyers fan, but I never think of Broder in the playoffs. Like, it's always the regular season, Yeah, and I fucking hate him. I fucking hate the whole franchise. Fuck him. Statistically, his best series against the Flyers was the 2012 series. When they oh, had that, God! When they had that magical, stupid cup run and Giroux got suspended for Game 5 because he was pissed off at the end of Game 4. God, fucking that was Marty Brodeur. That was the fucking worst. Like, after the best playoff series that has ever existed, to follow it up with the fucking Devils. Like, oh, God, that was the worst. That series is what 2020 is. That's the 2020. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. You know, you have to think maybe that what happened there was that the Devils had to lighten up on the trap a little bit because you kind of have to score goals in the playoffs. And if he's not getting a fucking 12 shots a game, he fucking blows. I hate Marty Brodeur. I don't know if you guys know <laughs> you that about really me. You really do. I hate it's, him a lot. 
That's I hate him. And fucking you're just... inflated bullshit numbers. Ugh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> uh, right. No, I just like for all the times I just remember in the first period going. Yeah, we ain't getting one on Marty tonight. That never <laughs> once happened in the playoffs in 30 games. It blew my mind that he never shut them out. It is pretty surprising. Cal- is Cal Clutterbuck another guy who just kills the Flyers? Sounds like it. I feel like, I feel, I feel like there's one on the Islanders, too. Like, just does nothing for the entire season and then scores a fucking half. No, he has like three of his 12 points on the season against the Flyers in one game. In one game. I always liked Cal Clutterbuck. I love uh, that fourth line. Like, I would yeah. love a fourth line that just goes out and fucking decimates everybody. I would not Yeah, with it. Valtteri Foppola? Yeah, not that one. Yeah. Take that one off. Um, Joel Ward is another one in my mind that just kills the Flyers. God, I forgot time. Joel Ward existed. There was, a, right. the, there was a point where the Richards-era Flyers just, like, had Lundquist's number. So a couple of games in a row... They started Steve Valakat instead of Henrik Lundqvist. <laughs> that is And in both of those games, he registered a shutout. God, outstanding. And those, I, I, I looked this up. Those might be his only two career shutouts. I got to look at this now. <laughs> got to get the this numbers is, right. This is what happens. Yeah, I have no idea how to spell his fucking name. Who could possibly know how to spell that name? Nobody. Not a single person. So we're just going to have to... person. Valaket, that's what it is. Okay. Where are you, Steve? Steve is a dumb name for a goalie. Especially, like, it's just <laughs> Steve. It's just oh, shit, Steve, Steve and then Valaket. Yeah. Steve. Everybody's a Steve. A Steve, a Dan, or a Brian. <laughs> Fuck all of them. That's, he I had four NHL shutouts, and two of them were against the Flyers. Ah, that's hilarious. That's very funny. God, All right, so like what else do we have here? Uh, Some stuff. Oh, so our old pal Mikhail Vorobiev. He's no. not our pal anymore. You He's defected. I am so glad that we no longer have to pretend that he might be a thing. Uh, Same. I love that exhausted by him. You know, Charlie, and I don't remember if it was on this podcast or, or somewhere else, but Charlie's theory that he needs more than 10 minutes a night to stay engaged in a game makes sense. But, like, buddy. Here's an idea. How about you? You need, you need to do something. Earn yourself more ice time, you fucking idiot. No, yeah. but, like, we hear all the time, like, when you, and not just, like, we hear it about grinders, but enforcers, all sorts of role players. At some point... All of these guys were the best player on their team. Yeah. And it's the ones it's the ones who adapt that make it. Because unless you're a first-line player, you're going to be a role player. He just he didn't have that in him. It didn't seem like to adapt to be able to be an effective, you know, 10, 12-minute-a-game uh, guy. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Like, Scott Lawton, I think, is, like, the standard for that. Best player on his team, first-line player, had to learn how to be a lower-tier guy. And now he fucking crushes that role and he's so good at it and so valuable so it's not like it can't be done but weren't there also like work ethic rumors about him with the phantoms yeah, yeah he can fuck yeah. off out of here i'm glad he's gone 
Yeah, I'm I'm very over the Vorobiev experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, Have fun in I, Russia, bud. I really, really, really wanted to see that work out. Like, I was fully on the Vorobiev bandwagon, you know, years ago, but... After his first call-up, I was like, He made me look nah. like an idiot. I was rooting for you, and, you know... Those first two games. Those first two games, it was like, oh, man, we really have something in this guy. Like, it was it was exciting. Oh, man, okay, yeah, effective, bottom of the lineup. This is going to be good. Puck possession player, awesome. Moving into the 21st century, finally. No, no, he just didn't have it in him. I will tell you, though, I am so happy he went to Russia rather than, like, get traded somewhere and become the next Patrick Sharp. <laughs> like, I yeah. am so happy that that's not on the table. I don't know. There are some Flyers fans, I think, who are legitimately upset whenever we lose an asset for nothing, even if the asset is absolutely fucking worthless. I mean, we still own his rights, I believe, right? So if he comes back over, I don't, I don't actually know. I should probably read the article that was on Broad Street High. <laughs> I believe it's an Eric Gustafson situation, but like I don't know if it's over, in, I don't know if those are in like perpetuity. Like if Gustafson comes back five years from now, do we still have his rights? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. But, but they did lose. There is an article on BroadStreetHockey.com, so look at that for answers. <laughs> it's not in there. <laughs> it's not? <laughs> I regret God to damn it, Craig. Who the hell did Who's we hire fired? around here? Quigley. Quigley's fired. It's still Craig's oh. fault. Definitely Craig. Craig's fired. The uh, the Flyers did, however, they did lose another, at least lose exclusive negotiating rights with another asset. Uh, 2017's seventh-round pick, Wyatt Kalanick, uh, three awesome years at the University of Wisconsin, um, good puck-moving defenseman, decent size, 6'1", 180, really looked like one of those great diamond-in-the-rough picks uh, from the Hextall era, but... It looks like he realized his worth, and he's going to be a free agent. He's The Flyers have been told they're still in the running. It's not like they're not going to sign, but he's kind of taking it upon himself to say, I'm going uh, to see if someone else out there wants to pay me something. I mean, who is going to pay him more than league uh, Just minimum? Or just not so much pay, because you're only going to pay an NELC so much. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say, it's, it's an entry-level contract. The it's money's like going to be the same. throw millions of dollars at it's, him. It's the opportunity. He's yeah. going to look for opportunity yeah. elsewhere. Looking at what the Flyers have on their blue line. Is he going to, like, you know, Shane Gossespair is the fucking seventh defenseman right now. <laughs> Regardless of what you think of Shane Gossespair, he's a pretty good seventh defenseman. Yeah, I mean, I I totally get that because he probably uh, would have to wait a little while to, or things would have to go very badly for the Flyers for him to crack the yeah. lineup anytime soon. So I get it. But also, whenever one of these college kids does this, I just think to myself, like, oh, you don't want to stay with us? Then fuck off out of here. Go find somebody better. Maybe you'll get first pair of minutes on a shitty team. Have fun with that asshole. I take it personally, even though... So I'm fully behind it. (laughs) I think all college players should do this, but because it's an option, I think they should. Like, just use use whatever option you have. Get as many... I respect... But also, I take it personally. Yeah, I take... That's the thing. I respect the move, and I, you know, I'm always for these guys trying to get more money or more opportunity, but also, you fucked over my We're on board with fuck off, asshole. Yeah. Good luck out there, kid. 
don't let the door hit you. We're going to win a bunch of cups, and you can fuck off to Ottawa or someplace else that you'll get minutes. Like, you were a seventh-round pick. I've been, like, invested in this idea of making something <laughs> out of a seventh-round pick, and now you're going to go play for, like, Winnipeg? Yeah. Ah, suck it. Oh, you know what? Winnipeg would definitely give him, give him first pair minutes. They need help. They don't have any defense. Yeah, they have. Because all of their players None. keep quitting. <laughs> Zero defensemen. <laughs> the only way that they can have a team is to take kids like this because they are stuck there for their entry level, and then they can get out. So they just have to keep collecting rookies. <laughs> Ice an all entry level contract team for like the rest of time because apparently Winnipeg is just that bad. And then Nolan Patrick after we give up on him. Oh God, Stephanie's gonna hurt you. <laughs> that one was just to piss off Steph. Now that I know, <laughs> she's not speaking. She's just staring at me through the computer. It's almost scarier <laughs> than if she had yelled. Yes. I was like, did she freeze and not hear me? No, she's just oh, no. she's just refusing she to acknowledge what I said. Yeah. Well, you know. Because fuck you and your opinions and your feelings. Yeah, whatever. You can go you can go fuck off with Wyatt Cal Kalinuk? I think it's Kalinuk. That's Kalinuk. what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Well, whatever. You can go fuck off with him. Hopefully he signs somewhere else and I'll never have to I'll never have to say his name. Perfect. It's probably what's gonna happen. All right, so Kurt uh, kind of stole my idea of expose yourself with his what was your worst Flyers opinion article last week. So rather than go back and listen to old episodes, I just want my co-hosts to expose themselves. And uh, no, no, keep your shirts on, ladies. Relax. Oh, I'm asking you. <laughs> Neither of them are amused with my bullshit at this point. <laughs> I'm asking you, what was your, like, most wrong Flyers opinion? And all started off, I am very much willing to own up to the idea that, and this was back in the Sons of Penn days, I just thought Giroux was about to fall off a cliff. I thought it was, I thought a bad thing was about to happen to Claude Giroux. Luckily, they moved him the wing, he bounced back, he got healthy, all worked out. The Flyers are actually better now. I was very wrong about Claude Giroux, and that's why I now... Just give him every benefit of the doubt. I will never doubt him again, and I hope he's here till the end of time. We screamed at each other for an hour in, in Dave's dad's attic about your Claude Giroux take. <laughs> an, a, a full hour. Can I just, I just say what all of your bad takes are? Because there was also the Peter Morazic take. Steph will I mean, remember them. Again, Peter Morazic, that wasn't my fault. That was no, the Flyers' was fault, fault for never no, having was, a goalie. It was your fault. No. Um, I was ready to give up on Scott Lawton. So uh, was I, actually. Like, I, I, was, I had declared him a bust. I was way out on Scott Lawton. That was a really bad take. Um, I didn't like the signing of Kevin Hayes. That was a fucking bad take. Um, Pay him more money, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I would pay him another entire person's salary. Like, I don't even care. Another person's salary. Let's give him two contracts. Give him the max. You get two. you get whatever's left on Vorobiev's deal. <laughs> um, Just pocket it. I think a lot of my bad takes revolve around prospects, but I maintain that they're not that bad because we didn't have legit prospects for so long. We did like, not. Time again and Taylor Lear. Like, they were the best of what we had for a while. 
God, I really fucking so, loved Time Again for absolutely no reason. Oh my God, yeah, no, that was that was something I once said. I once said he was gonna be as good or better than JVR. Nice. Like, but that's not our fault because the Flyers just didn't have prospects. Yeah, I thought so that's long. just what prospects were. We're some bum right. that we maybe is gonna turn out. We didn't know any better. We know better now, so that's not our fault. What other really bad? Huh. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure my fans will tell me. Oh, God. So all of you who are listening, go ahead. Tell me what my worst takes were. I've probably already blocked you on Twitter, but. So I had the same Scott Lawton take as Steph. I, for a long time, was like, we need to trade this guy while he still has value. He doesn't have a place on this team, blah, 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 blah. That was definitely wrong. Super wrong. And more recently, um, I would have to say that I have to eat shit over my genuine fear that Ivan Provorov wasn't as good as we thought he was. That was pretty dumb. Yeah, but I actually, because I had the same opinion, and I I give myself and also you a pass because he was bad last season. He was pretty, pretty fucking bad. He was bad. Yeah, that's the, like... Listen, were all the advanced, like, drawing conclusions off his advanced numbers and all those things look silly now? Sure. But it doesn't change the fact that he was bad. Like, he's now good again, but he was bad last year. Yeah, but I was ready to be like, put him on the second pair. Like, I I went hard on the Ivan Provorov sucks train after that season. I probably shouldn't have gone so hard. Should have realized he's actually good. I like your I like your Jeff Roy Whitka take here. I thought he was gonna be so good. I have a lot of terrible takes from like the old days. Like I got I think I've said this before. When they traded for Adam Oates, I got so pissed off because I was convinced that Maxime Wallet was gonna be an excellent goaltender and we fucked ourselves by trading him. So that was like real dumb. Real dumb. I definitely thought Jeff Roy Whitka was gonna be good. I thought Ben Eager was gonna be like a superstar. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> ben but Eager, that's a his good face one. was on the side of a bus in juniors, man. He was like a big deal, and I was convinced he was going to be something, and he just was not. Uh, yeah, Jeff. De, uh, it was it was Jeff Wojcicki, uh, Yuri Dopita, and uh, and Eric Weinrich. I thought that was like the core of a of a winning team right there. It's oh, like okay, boy. we've supplemented every. This is it. This is it, boys. We have truly lived through some shit. <laughs> I always had to. I always had to create uh, Dopita and Wojcicki in um, in in like the NHL games. Yeah, I really thought Jeff Wojcicki was going to be good, especially yeah, he when he was still something. with the Phantoms because he was like a pretty good AHL player. And I was like, yeah, man, this kid's going to fucking crush when he gets called up. I don't even think he ever even got really called up. He probably played like he 10 never. Wojcicki never actually played for the Flyers. No, never. No. Okay, well there you go. I really had something there. Good job, Pass Kelly. Really good at evaluating talent. Let's see. What did, uh, he, he played, like, well, parts of six seasons, at least. He was on the Phantoms for a long time. Yeah. He played 05-06 to 2011-12, but, yeah, mostly, like, 25-35 game seasons. Nice. Yeah. Crushed it. Yeah, Jeff Wojcicki. I mean, again, this was this is what having prospects was when, like, oh, I don't know, he's a seventh round pick. He'll be something probably. <laughs> like, oh, God. I, I don't remember, like, I don't remember ever caring about a draft pick until Richards and Carter. 
Like, I just assumed Same. Simone yeah. Gagne and Justin Williams showed up and they were like, oh, you, you're on the team. <laughs> like, they tried out. I don't know. Yeah, I never gave a fuck no, about No, that's the draft. totally how it worked. <laughs> I was like, oh, Richards and Carter, you mean we actually participate in that draft? I thought those were just, like, tokens we traded for over-the-hill players. I was going to say, it's also because the Flyers, for, like, our entire early time as Flyers fans, never developed players in-house. They just bought them always and forever until they couldn't anymore. So I don't think we ever really knew what it was to develop a draft pick into an excellent hockey player. See, it's not our fault. Not we got our to fault. Yeah. Yeah, like all those Phantoms teams were comprised mostly of veterans. Yeah. Like 27-year-olds <laughs> in their prime just killing it. Peter White, yeah. Mike Manilock. Fucking all-star AHL players that were just never, ever, ever going to play in the NHL. No. They kicked ass at the spectrum, and it was fun. So we've been uh, wrong about some things over time, but you know what? We're uh, we're growing, and we're getting better, I think. Also, we're and correct about everything now. Yeah, so. now we're pretty much never wrong, Mm-mm. and that's, that's all the time we have for you. The Flyers are going to win the Cup. I don't know what else to say. Oh, no, they're going to win the COVID Cup, for sure. The COVID Cup. It really is the most Flyers way for them to win a Stanley Cup, so they might as well just fucking do it. Well, yeah. now that everything's over and the world's reopened again. Oh, no, wait. We're reclosing. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. As, as literally any scientist would tell you. Yeah. Like, hey, you're making a mistake. This is a bad idea. No, it's I almost I like. I can't get into this because I get real mad. It's almost like everything they told us was going to happen if we opened too early is happening. But hey, uh, you know what? We're going to reopen again, do something stupid. But guess what? I'll go out to the parade. There'll be a parade. There'll be everything. It'll be just the same. So guess what? I'm not against the Flyers winning anymore. I'm actually for it. Same. Is it be- no, you know what? You too. You too. Your bad fucking takes. Your bad I fucking takes about, about I don't this. want the Flyers to win the cup. Didn't I admit no. this last week that I was, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking when I pretended that I didn't want the Flyers to win? Yes, you did. However, I'm never going to let that die. Oh, no. You. I, bad if, fucking takes. If Listen. I thought the rules of like quarantine were going to be like implemented, I'd still be against the Flyers winning the cup. I just think everyone's going to say, fuck it, and there's going to be a big celebration if they win. So uh, that's what I want. That's what I'm going to get. I'll just risk it. Listen, if I earn a roasting, I will take my roasting. So you can roast me as long as you want to about my bad For the rest of all time, the two of you, I don't want the Flyers to win the cup. That's how Bill sounds, by the way. That's Bill's voice. You don't have to do a voice for me because we sound exactly the same, remember? We sound the same. Oh, I thought that was Kelly talking. Oh, God damn it, Bill. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want the Flyers to win the cup. That's Bill Matz. It's Bill Matz. I quoted him directly. If I have to stay inside while they celebrate, I don't want them to win. But since I don't think that's going to be the case, I'm all for it again. Yeah, I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just can't pretend that I'm going to not want the Flyers to win every single playoff game ever in my life. I don't know what I was thinking. All right, so God. yeah, we've got, a, we've got a lot of wrong takes throughout time, but hopefully you enjoy them along with us. Uh, that is all the time we have for you on BSH Radio this week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Uh, search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. You know the whole drill already. Steph's yawning. I think that's, like, directed at me. Uh, for Kelly and Steph, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah.
Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah!